Hi, hi, it's Joy Foster, founder of Tech Pixies, and you're listening to the Sparkle and Thrive podcast. And we're doing a series on students of ours, alumni of ours, who are rocking it on social media. Really uh, just, you know, kicking butt and taking names is what I would like to say. No, we don't speak that way at Tech Pixies, but sometimes we get really excited uh, about how people are progressing with their social media. And today, I have a guest who I think a lot of our listeners would uh, love to learn about her story and also uh, relate to something that they love, which is gardens. So Katie Townsend of Katie Townsend Garden Design, thank you for coming today to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Oh, thank you, Joy. Thank you for asking me. Um, I'm really pleased to be here. Well, I'm so excited you said yes, because uh, every once in a while you you have a student who surpasses uh, the master. And I would not say that I am the master, but what I would say is you have now passed uh, Tech Pixies in terms of following on Instagram. And uh, and I know that that uh, is, you know, having a large following isn't always the end game, but you are doing something right on Instagram uh, and you have grown quite rapidly the last couple of years. So let's talk about your Tech Pixies journey and uh, and let's talk about where you are now and where you were when you started. So tell me about where you were when you started. What was what was your motivation behind joining Tech Pixies? So I joined Tech Pixies, um, I was thinking this yesterday, it was April 2020, that joyous time, the beginning of that joyous time, which is quite a long time ago now so the reason I joined was I started my new business also at exactly the same time um, as a garden designer so I'd always wanted to be a garden designer or for many years um, but didn't think I could do it so I was on that corporate hamster wheel can't get off um, finally made the plunge and I realized to support my business I really needed to be better at social media. Um, so I would say I was probably starting at ground zero, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I wasn't very good at it. I didn't really use it that much. So I'd started to use Instagram, but really haphazard, pretty rubbish. Um, and obviously for something that's quite visual, very visual as garden design is, um, I realized I needed to up my game um and i just kind of i think it was your facebook ads um they pinged at me and i joined your kind of free i think you did a free week yeah so night. at the time you came in we were running social media supercharge and then we changed it to social media superhero boot camp which you can still get from us um as a self-paced option and now we have our social media crash course so Every, you know, every year we introduce a new thing that we uh, encourage people to do in order to learn more about social media. So if you go to techpixies.com forward slash um, crash course, you can join that. So anyone who's listening right now and says, I want to sort of get learning, I, get started on my learning journey on social media, the crash course is perfect. And uh, you can watch that at your own pace whenever you have time and it'll help you get up to speed. We, 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 we're, we're condensing the whole week down into one hour where you get a really power hour to get up to speed quickly. But yeah, you came in when we were doing the week long program during the pandemic. Uh, And and that was, it was an amazing experience for everyone involved because we had a lot of 
uh, women in that in that week and, and really helped a lot of women get started on social media. Um, so what was the thing that that made you decide I actually want to invest in my training to then up my game on social media for your new business? Um, so I suppose it was I just knew it, I knew it was something that I absolutely needed to do. Um, I'd also just finished my job. So I was on a contract. So I've um, prior to garden design, I did um, business design. Um, and actually, I looked at my CV yesterday. So I did that for 16 years before I started. Wow. Um, and kind of formally being a garden designer. Um, so I finished my last job doing that. Um, so then I had some time I was really really lucky I am really really lucky that I was able to make that change and I completely appreciate that um and but I think for it, it was it was twofold it was a career change but it was also yeah. starting a business and we always Absolutely. say at Pixies we help people return to work change careers or start a business and sometimes people come in to do one and it's combined with another and so yours was a career change which led to starting a business as well yeah yeah, and yeah, and just knew that I needed to be better at it. Joined your that week that you did, and it just completely drew me in. So I think I signed up maybe on the Thursday or something. Um, yeah, so so that's that's what I did, and it. I mean, Tech Pixies gave me the total building blocks and foundations, everything I needed um, to kind of kickstart that that social media that I needed to support my business. So, well, um, you have one of my favorite social media accounts to follow. Oh, thanks, Joy. That's so nice of you it's, to say. Well, it's true. And um, here's what I think is great about your feed. And uh, for those of you who are watching, I'm going to bring her feed up because I really want you to see it. And if you're not watching and you're listening, I'll try my best to describe it. And I would encourage you to try and go and watch the video on our website because we try and make these a little bit interactive. But I'll try and describe it a little bit, but one of the things that you know you do very well, and we really encourage people to do, um, is to weave in your own. You know, we talk a lot at Tech Pixies about the invisibility cloak, and a lot of women are afraid to put their own face onto their social media feed. And what we say is, you've got to remove the invisibility cloak. You've got to become visible. And you know, as beautiful as flowers are the thing that gets people engaged the most is is that people to people connection and you know you you do that very very well obviously you have a beautiful thing to share but you've also um been able to weave in uh you know some text you've been able to weave in yourself uh and and i just think you've done that very very well so talk about the importance of of that of connecting with with um your audience from a personal level and not just from a product level yeah i think whether you're you've got a product or you've got a service that's really important i think we know that from ourselves you know when you're looking at, at an account you want to know who's behind that account um i would say i could probably do more of that i could probably be a bit better at it um but you'd absolutely want to know who that person is um it's also i think about building trust in that you know then you know that person knows their kind of subject area you get to know them a bit you have a bit of chat and it might be that you never use that person's 
service. So there'll be obviously loads and loads of people who I would never necessarily do a garden design for, um, but have a really nice connection on Instagram. Um, have well, and you're inspiring them. I mean, I think what's what's beautiful about your feed is you're inspiring, you're teaching, you're connecting. How has it affected your actual business? Has it been a positive, has it had a positive impact on getting customers and clients? It has. So um, a lot of um, clicks through to my website come from Instagram. That's probably my main kind of feed into my website. So I definitely, definitely have got some clients who have seen me on Instagram first, which is great because it, then it makes it also the time and effort. Um, you can start to see some return on that. And have you um, launched on Pinterest yet? Because I would imagine that would be a really good network for you. <laughs> no. So I think I was thinking about what are some of the challenges of um, social media, particularly when it's just you yeah. as the business. And I think the main, my main, main challenge is time. And I would love to do more. So I would love to do more on Facebook. So completely get the value of, of Facebook. I'm just not very good at it at the moment um pinterest yeah i would love to get into pinterest but i just i would also find. imagine youtube would be a good one for you as well but and and there, there's a point you know when i interviewed karen evans it was really interesting because she started with one network and she went really deep on the one network and then she added another one and she added another one and she added another one and but she added them in you know she didn't add them in all at once she yeah. sort of got one nailed and then got a system down and then added another one. And, but what was interesting was when she looked at her website hits, she was able to directly identify adding different networks to driving traffic, which was really, really interesting. Um, what I love, I want to share, actually, I want to go back to that point because this is a great opportunity to talk about this. You've got a great bio uh, and I think bios are really important. And I just want to talk about this for a second because um, you have, uh, you obviously have your, your, your name, Katie Townsend Garden Design, and then you've got the garden designer written into your, um, into your, your, you've got your username as Katie Townsend Garden Design, and then you've got your name as Katie Garden Designer. So you've got the garden designer in there, which is searchable. And that's what's really important for people to understand that the, the name that you put here is searchable. Um, so it's important to put things like that in there and have keywords, but then also what I love as well is you you use some emojis in your bio. So she's, for those of you who are just listening, she's got a plant. Um, she's got a, a, a dog assisted by Snoopy. So Snoopy is a, a feature of your feed and that is your dog. And everyone loves Snoopy and they love, <laughs> they love all the different things you do with him. It's so much fun. But um, you also say transforming your outdoor space into the garden you've always dreamed of. Revive your garden with my design and planting tips. So you've built up, you, you're telling people what you're going to post about. And I think that's really important. So when people know they're, they're trying to decide if they want to follow you, they're checking that out. And then you've got your testimonials in your highlights, your projects, your services, and your about me. So it's almost like a mini website. But the part that I love the most, and I think it's really great if we can show this, uh, and I can explain it to you if you're listening. A lot of people use Linktree. And Katie uh, is one of the people who has um, 
shifted from Linktree to, you know, putting her website. You used to have a little menu, didn't you, that you had like your own I LinkedIn did, menu. Joy. So I'm so sorry. Yeah, I did. No, that's all right. So I, uh, <laughs> do you know what I did? So I had, I actually had a different link in my bio until yesterday. Um, so I'd added a different link. So I went in to change the link. So I have got an Instagram page which is a menu which takes you to different pages of instagram so at the moment i've the link i've got takes you straight into my website which is which is great for me because i've just got that one yeah well and i think your website you've designed your website really well now when you what i find interesting and i'd love to know how this worked for you but a lot of people who join tech pixies they don't have their website set up. Um, and, and then once they've got the courage to do all the social media stuff, they then find the courage to do the website. Did you do your website or did you have someone else do it? Um, so I had someone else design it. Um, so I wrote all the copy um, and she designed it for me. Um, well, it's, a, it's a beautiful website and, and, the, and oh, it's thank you. really well laid out. Um, is it a WordPress website? No, it's not. It's on Wix. Um, okay, great. Much to a lot of people's horror. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm actually probably going to redo it on WordPress. Well, I Less, think it's, it's working, it's working, right? That's what, <laughs> that's what matters. And it's beautiful. So, um, well, okay. So let's talk about, you know, you've built up this wonderful Instagram following and in, in community, really, because like you said, you've made made some really great contacts. Yeah. Um, how so two years on, are you glad that you made the career change and launched a business? Oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I have no regrets at all. I, lo I love what I do, which I'm really lucky. I love what I do. And I just love that creative side. So I think that's what I really was lacking in my last job so it's so it's still a kind of design role but you're very very constrained um and I kind of reached the point where I thought I just don't think I can do this anymore and I'd, I've got such a blocker that I thought I don't know what I do want to do without thinking you know I I did know deep down and I went to see a life coach actually who really helped me with that um but yeah I love being self-employed there are lots of challenges with it um you are everything in your business um everything so the so that's you know that's a massive change um but yeah i love i love what i do i love um working with all my clients um and i think i kind of caught it a really good time so it was right at the start of the pandemic which you can imagine could have been really challenging starting a new business and obviously there were some challenges around that but i think in terms of the gardening space um everyone's been at home they've been looking out at their gardens and maybe started to think about them in a slightly different way because they've been using them more um so i've been very lucky i think in that respect i've kind of caught that wave almost so i think it'll be in really interesting to see how it pans out over the next year or two um, and whether that kind of settles down a bit. Um, but yeah, absolutely no regrets. Um, really pleased that I took the, finally took the leap. 
I, you know, I have spoken to so many people over the years and, and different entrepreneurs. And when people have this burning desire to launch something and they finally do, they never regret it, you know, even for all the life lessons it gives them. You talked about life coaching. Um, we have obviously got life coaching and neuro coaching built into, built into the Tech Pixies program. Did that introduce the concept to you or were you already familiar with it? And what do you think that, you know, it, obviously you felt it was important to continue with that because you then continue to work with a life coach. For you, was the course as much about learning the steps with social media as it was about the whole the the whole view of where you were as a person in your life and where you were going? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think when I signed up and in that week, um, I didn't realize it was going to be more than that, if that makes sense. So it was it's so much more than learning how to use Instagram, learning how to use Facebook. And the life coaching aspects of the course did really help. I think particularly when you are starting a new business or ha or starting a new job, those are the things that really give you confidence, maybe a, more confidence than you're, you're lacking and make you think about yourself in a, in a completely different way. Um, yeah, so I, I found that really beneficial and it wasn't something that I thought I was going to get from the course. So it was it was really lovely that 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 was part of it. Well, it was really interesting. I was um, I was on a star pod call last night. So we, probably after you finished the program, we introduced something called star pods, which are mini groups within the big group because we have a lot of women in our program. So anytime at any given time, we might have three, four hundred live live women going through in in terms of you know we have some active and dormant and etc but we have about 300 active at, at, at a time so what we did was we introduced these these star pods concepts where there's a smaller group of people within the larger group now you sort of naturally created a star pod i think you have a group that's on whatsapp that connects regularly almost every day is that right i do yes yes so we all met through tech pixies and you just saying actually that just made me think so i think that was the really good thing actually about the um life coaching with tech pixies is that you get to connect with other people and hear their stories and perhaps you know you go and see a i went to see a, a life coach before that so maybe about two and a half years ago and obviously that's just me and my coach so it's quite it's a very personal thing um i think the the really great thing about the Tech Pixies groups is you you got to hear pe other people's stories um, and chat through. So we had our own sessions, didn't we, where we broke off into little groups and we could talk about um, different things maybe that are bothering us or kind of confidence issues. Um, and that was so, so good and so, so helpful. And making those connections was amazing so yeah i've met some such lovely people through the course um yeah and there are four of us um we've chatted this morning already <laughs> i think so is emma is emma one of your star pod fellows um, she is she is she just uh, she did actually whatsapp me just at the beginning of this and said you kept that quiet katie i can see you're alive with joy <laughs> <laughs> so there she is. We've got our own star pod. Well, and that's what I love. We, we, um, you know, the star pods are hugely effective at the moment. And 
I, I jumped on one last night because we're doing some, you know, I'm just starting to jump in and listen to different star pods and start to say, okay, what, where can we, you know, improve? And I'm always looking for that 1% edge. Like, what can we do to, to do better? And it was interesting because I asked them this question last night. I said, if we took social media away and you just had, you know, the neuro coaching and life coaching, you know, would that, what would that do for you? And they said, no, we signed up for the social media, but that was a huge bonus that we had the life coaching, the mindset coaching and, and the neuro coaching. And, and so, you know, I think what it says is that women still need to learn social media. They still need to, but they still need the support in taking off the invisibility cloak uh, and being confident in raising their prices. You know, we have a, on Fridays in the main group, we have a post that um, it's, it's just your Friday wins. And uh, I love the Friday wins because there's always somebody getting a job. There's always somebody getting a new client. There's always somebody raising their prices and, you know, and people do it at different times and they get inspired by each other. And I think what I've, um, what, I, you know, what, what amazes me is, you know, the, with the pandemic, I can point to every single Friday, someone's getting a job, someone's getting a new client, someone's raising their prices. And I think there is that, you know, when you see somebody else is doing it, it gives you the confidence to do it as well. And I think the star pods or that small group that you create um, around you in, um, I run a program called Dream Builders and uh, there's at the around week nine, we talk about something called partners in believing. And that's what that's what you've created. You've created a group of people that are partners in believing. Uh, they believe in you. You believe in them and you you are going through this together. And I think it's really important for uh, women who are in business to create those partners in believing. I have my own partners in believing, uh, you know, my own little WhatsApp group with a couple of girls and women. And we talk about this stuff ourselves. And, you know, when we face an issue, I say, OK, I've got this issue. How did you solve it? And, you know, it's, it's interesting what they say back. And it's it's there's a solution to every problem. Uh, but we have to we have to come from a different way of thinking because we can't think we can't solve the problem from the same level of thinking that we created it at. That's that's what Einstein said. He was pretty clever, I think. So. And don't and don't you think as well, um, particularly when you're freelance, self-employed or whatever, and it's just you, it's so important to have those connections because it can be quite lonely or you're you know it's you trying to work through a particular issue or challenge and it's just as you say it's so good to get other people's input yeah that. absolutely just well, have a bit of chat a bit of chat's always good yeah a bit of chat's always good and i think it's that collective mind you know it's it's a collective mind is way more powerful than the singular mind and like you said, there's one-on-one -on -one support, there's group support, um, and then there's this sort of ability to create a smaller support network within the larger support network. Um, and, you know, I think that's really important. So tell us, you know, where you see yourself. Uh, if you were to, you know, think three years from now, what, what do you see for yourself and your business and, uh, and, and where you're going with it? So probably not that much different to today to be honest so I suppose one of the things I've learned over the last couple of years is um who my ideal client is because clearly everybody has that so that's been a really good learning um so I think that will stand me in good stead for the for the future but just hopefully doing what I do now um there are certain things I want to change within my business. So it would be good to have some time and a bit of space space to do that. 
And I think for me, probably at the moment, I would like to spend just a little bit, get a bit more balance between doing the doing and running the business, if that makes sense. Because there's all the other stuff you need to do to actually run your business. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to spend a bit more time on that. In terms of um, social media, so I would like to get into Pinterest, as you say. I mean, it would be ideal for my for my business and kind of branch out a bit but in terms of instagram is probably my it is my favorite yeah well and that's half the battle doing something that you love you know but also i think one of the things that women if you can get your pricing right yes. uh, it is something that does allow you to bring people in to help support you and, you know, that's something I think that can make a world of a difference for the balance. Um, you know, when you can bring people in to do all those things. I, I remember the very first person that I hired uh, was uh, within the Tech Pixie world was uh, basically a, a project manager. She was in charge of, you know, she did all of the effectively all of the administration stuff. So you know, she, 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 she did all the interviews. She did all, she, she did all of the onboarding and, and actually I just got to do the teaching and, you know, I still worked really hard, but I was able to let some of the, um, the admin go. And, and really the second person that I took on, um, which probably is even more important than the admin was the bookkeeper because that was a, you know, admin and bookkeeping were the two things that I could, if you get your pricing right and you have enough of a margin, you can hire people to help with those two things. And that, that gives you immediate time back because as you know, they can do it. And one of the tools that I really like for helping train women is called, uh, well, not, not just women, but anyone is loom. And you can record yourself doing things on your screen in short snippets. And then you can create, you can send those off to the person who's working for you so that they know how to do it in the future and you don't have to keep doing the things that only you know how to do. And you can create what's called an SOP library, a standard operating procedure library, which is just a list of all the tasks that you do that, that someone else could do. And I think when, when, when women, I think there's a lot of fear around hiring someone, but one of the things that I also say to people is you don't have to hire full time. You know, you can start with five hours a week and you can have them just do the bookkeeping and just do uh, invoicing. Right. Which is that's that's one task that can make a big difference in your yeah. in your week um, and take a lot of the stress out. And you can teach people how to do what you want, you know, what you do. You can film yourself showing them and passing that on. So I think there's and there's also something people don't realize a lot of local enterprise partnerships have funding to get your first employee. So you might get your first, you know, first paycheck covered. Uh, that's what happened with me. I got for two, for two of my people, I got that funded by the government for the very first person. So there's always opportunities there, but do you see yourself staying as a, 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 a one woman band or do you think you'll bring on one or two people eventually? So I would like to work with other designers. Um, so I do work with another designer quite a lot at the moment. So which is invaluable. I think, especially when you're in a creative role, it's just so good to chat through ideas and bounce ideas off someone else who's in the same position. Um, what I have done, so rather than employing people, I have, I completely have identified the things that I am not very good at. So um, I have an accountant. I just 
there's just no way I'm going there myself. Um, so website design, those sorts of things, SEO, and I think it's finding those people. So they may, you, I don't employ them. Yeah, but you contract them in to do specific yeah. Yeah, so like me, they are self-employed. Um, and I would probably do, I probably will do a bit more of that in terms of um, other things that it would be good to get someone else to do for me and with me. Um, but that kind of collaboration thing, I'd love to do more, more of that, definitely. Well, I would imagine there's probably a Tech Pixie student who would love to help launch your Pinterest for you as part of their project for their social media management certification. So <laughs> if that's of interest to you, let us know. I'm sure someone would be raising their hands vigorously to do that. And that's, I think, what we're finding is sometimes women will come through the program and they don't have a business and they're not working for someone else. And they want to get their social media management certification, but they need an account to work on. And so that's one of the things that we're starting to offer up is, okay, could we pair, pair you with someone who's already gone through the program, who gets the mentality of how we, you know, shift the mindset, all that stuff. And that would be willing to give you an opportunity to, to learn because you've got some beautiful pictures and it's really repurposing what you've yeah. already put on Instagram and just repurposing it onto Pinterest and then driving people back to your website to yeah. work with you. So then I know I I spoke to Pin, uh, to Pip about this and apparently we did, we talked about this in the 2020 trends podcast. So if you're interested in going deeper on Pinterest, is it anyone who's listening or watching? We have a great 2022 trends series where we go through each of the networks. Um, when we talked about Pinterest, one of the things that there's been this debate about is can you drive back to Instagram or not? Does it cause problems or not? Mm -hmm. But it's definitely something you can do. You can basically repurpose your Instagram content onto Pinterest and then drive it back to Instagram, uh, particularly where you go into detail on something. But you can also drive it back to your website. And I guess the advantage of doing that is you then see traffic coming from two places. But uh, Pinterest traffic is much more evergreen, if you will. So it's sort of whereas Instagram, it's there and then it sort of disappears. Pinterest, when people go in and search for something, if it's really relevant, it will pop up. And yeah. that was very, very, very interesting, especially for a business like yours, where really the information is relatively timeless in terms of the way that you talk about things and the things that you, you know, so then driving what, uh, traffic to your back to your website in a timeless manner uh, is very useful for you. So I, I would imagine that that would be something that that would be a really brilliant project for someone to come in and take what you've done on Instagram and just shift it over onto Pinterest and drive it back to your website. And I think, you know, that would be an incredible one month test to see how it goes. So, you know, sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. And I do, I use Pinterest all the time myself. That's interesting. Um, so it's such a great resource. Do you know, when you're looking for kind of mood board pictures or just kind of general inspiration, it's, just brilliant. Well, and when I was doing, when I worked at Founders for Schools, I was their second employee and then I was their only employee for a while. Um, and I was in charge of social media. I was in charge of, you know, all sorts of things. But one of the things that I realized when I was doing that was that there were some great teachers that had created boards for different activities and different age groups. So I think one of the things you could be creating on Pinterest is these, you know, grouped 
uh, pins around different topics, these, these yeah. pin boards. And, and then people will follow the boards as well as following you and following your stuff. So you could be creating the mood boards, you know, and obviously you're creating them probably for your clients, but you could be also be creating with your own content. You could be creating boards that, that drive back to you for particular types of flowers, for particular color schemes, for particular seasons. I think it's very exciting what you could do. Sounds great. It, it would be a perfect platform. Well, I think it's just wonderful that you came on today. And I, I, it's wonderful to have a talk about, you know, we have women who do all sorts of different backgrounds, right? They do, obviously, garden design is, is your specialty. We've got women who go on to become social media managers and consultants. We have women who do interior design. Uh, we have women who are in the social enterprise space, in the charity space. There's a whole a huge, you know, it's not just one type of of business is not just one type of person, um, but it's wonderful to see something so visual do so well on Instagram, and uh, and I'm so glad that you were able to take the course and leverage that for for your business. Um, what would you say to someone that might be on the fence about making a decision whether or not they should join Tech Pixies? Uh, well, just just do it. it. Would probably be my advice um there's so you get so much more out of the course than you think at the beginning so um you learn about all the different social media platforms which is great and you can really build on those building blocks and foundations but as we've talked about the whole life coaching piece is really invaluable and then the connections that you make um and the friends that you make through the course has probably been one of the top things for me and something which I'll kind of carry on for years so um yeah I would just say go for it um you you won't regret it and you won't you won't look back once you start it and let's leave let's leave our audience and our listeners uh with some top tips for Instagram because you have been totally rocking it on Instagram what do you think if, if you were to pinpoint three things that you've done the last two years that have really helped grow the following and engagement what would they be probably one of my one top tip would be try different content so when you're starting out you don't necessarily know what might work with your audience what necessarily resonates and I think it's just trying things out and seeing how they kind of run um another tip is don't try and be don't try and achieve perfection so um i think you can go down a total rabbit hole of trying to get things perfect trying to plan perfectly so another top tip would be to plan i completely fail at that unfortunately <laughs> i started off with really good intentions around planning all my content so having it you know two weeks at a time i don't do that anymore but I'm kind of okay about that I'm not going to stress myself out about that but I think it's um just doing what you can and getting stuff out there um, yeah so done, done not perfect no yes exactly not waiting for something to be perfect just getting out there and giving you tried it. everything done not perfect and what's your third tip so you can repurpose so we've talked a little bit about repurposing um I've heard other people say this but you can't say the same thing too many times so you know you might think oh well I've, I've kind of said that four weeks ago or whatever you know when you look back at your account but you can't 
you, ca you kind of can't say the same thing too many times. You might want to just change it up a little bit. Um, or, you know, if you've got some kind of carousel content, you could potentially change that into a reel. Um, it's, yeah, just repurposing and not thinking that you need to come up with something new all the time. And would you say a bonus tip is that if you have a cute pet, you should include them? <laughs> Probably, although Snoopy's uh, involvement slightly tailed off. I, I noticed that the other day. Uh, but yes, obviously, pets always help. <laughs> I love that. Oh, well, great. Well, I imagine we're probably going to clip that last bit for our Instagram feed that people will love uh, your top tips because uh, and we will be pointing people your way to uh, see what it's like to do it right. And, uh, you know, oh, I, you. Just, I really do think you're rocking it on Instagram. I would love to see you rocking it on Pinterest, too. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, your next step is probably YouTube. But, you know, one one network at a time. Right. Um, but I, I do think uh, you're a great example of someone who who took the leap, you know, had a dream to start a business left a career that was a 16 year long career to move into something that you would love. And, you know, I want to applaud you for that. And also um, thank you for that because we need women um, who inspire us, who go for their dreams and show us what's possible. And you've done that great account, great example of someone who's following their dreams. And uh, Katie Townsend, I want to thank you so much for being here. Remind people where they can find you if they want to follow you and connect with you. Um, at Katie Townsend Garden Design is me. Um, but thanks so much for having me, Joy. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for being here.